History with Andre Hesham. This is the Roof is on Fire podcast, a podcast about shitty living situations. Uh, my name is Andre Hashem, and I collect water bottles to pee in. I'm Michael Johnson, and I am addicted to uh, diet Dr. Pepper cherry. I'm Brendan Lemon, and I sleep with a knife under my pillow. <laughs> that is... <laughs> 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 like, knowing as a, a, any other comic, I would figure that that was just a bit <laughs> You're like, I think Lemon actually fucking does that. Yeah, is yeah. it serrated? Is it a Rambo knife? It's a fucking K-Bar, dude. You better believe it's a Rambo. It's not a Bowie knife. Rambo had a Bowie knife in, in First Blood. Okay. I, mine's a, mine's a K-Bar. Mine's the knife that you, you watched guys yeah. in the Pacific pull out of a Japanese soldier. Cla- like the classic <laughs> Marine fighting knife. That's exactly what it is. I have, I have a K-Bar in, under my I mean, I on, have more than one my knife. mattress, too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you actually? No, I mean, do you yeah, actually? Do, yeah. Yeah. And I also have a, a Smith and Wesson, the uh, the double edge. Um, I don't dagger. I, I guess it is. I have that in every like room of my house because really? it's like it's like ten dollars on fucking Amazon. I bought yeah. like fifteen. So I got this a, bag right. I got a knife with me right now. <laughs> I got this. Show this to you guys. All right, we need a metal I, detector for the <laughs> studio. <laughs> this is a great. This is my little everyday oh, carry nice. right here. Oh, a little flippy. It's that Gerber. Gerber. Yeah, no, I always. That's ceramic. Always, I used to fucking like. You and I are like. <laughs> where are you from? Chicago. Born from and raised. Yeah. All right. So I was born in and raised. I was born in Detroit, raised around Detroit. And, oh, you're inner city. Uh, I was born in Detroit, inner city for sure. And I okay. Raised up around. Uh, I was raised up around uh, Plymouth, Canton, Southfield, different areas. I like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both got beards, you know. Yeah, no, I have a um, few knives downstairs on my desk, too. Two white guys meeting over a podcast? Yeah, yeah. What are the chances? Bonding over weapons. This yeah. is Bonding <laughs> over, how do you feel? Is is the Mexican I mean, side I grew, I grew the, up uh, in the South, so being surrounded by white people with weapons is kind of <laughs> <laughs> very common. This is odd. I talk to white people uh, seven days a week doing comedy. Not a lot of them talk about knives. No, I no. well, most of the comedians keep their knives at home for their own oh, personal for, use for themselves and <laughs> yeah. their antidepressants. <laughs> oh my god, I've got you can't afford I've, therapy. I've got a whole bunch of them at home. I've got, I've got the K bar, which is my go to. That's the one that I, 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 I no longer. I should, I, I should be clear. I no longer sleep with it under my pillow, but I did uh, <laughs> at the time when because you ostensibly asked me here to talk about the story of when I lived with the fucking drug addict. Yes, <laughs> and I absolutely slept with a knife under my pillow during that period of time. This makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But now I have it kind of just in my in my bed stand. I've got it in, in the drawer <laughs> next to the Bible. It, I've got it right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got it next to the Bible and my Magnum condoms. And I thought you were going to talk about your Magnum revolver. <laughs> yeah, point three fifty seven. Uh, yeah, no, I've got uh, I've just got it right there. But I've got a whole bunch of other knives. I've got um, I've got a whole bunch of throwing knives. I've got a couple of other hunting knives. I've got a survival knife. I've same thing. I've got a couple of those same Smith and Wessons you're talking oh, about. Oh yeah. yeah, I've got I a couple. Of, I've got a couple of regular carry knives like an Open L number nine and a Spider Co. And like I'm really into this shit. This is I well I was into it when I was I I don't know if you've ever heard of the magazine Cheaper Than Dirt, but it yeah. was like a, yeah, 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 yeah. I used to be an avid reader of that as a child, which I'm sure terrified <laughs> most people because he's like right. yeah he's quiet well, and he's reading yeah, an army supply know, magazine. Mexican and comedian, good. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's this Middle Eastern. Insult on <laughs> so many <Christ>. levels. <laughs> yeah, there you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the fucking. If you weren't AK armed right now, <laughs> I'd fucking burn you. But <laughs> I know you're fucking. What is Middle my Eastern, acid, man? No. It's, uh, 
No, but I, I don't even know where I was going with that. But yeah, no, I, I like the knives. Uh, I, the problem is I always lose them, and the pr- knives aren't nece- always like top of mind. So I, yeah. I've always I probably had ten or fifteen over the years. They just yeah. in a move or something. I was like, I had a Gerber as well, and it was I kind of had that for that was probably my longest one. Yeah, started off as a boot knife, and uh, then uh, I lost my cowboy boots drunk, and then it just became a pocket oh, man, knife. Man, if you want a great boot knife, a Gerber's Ghost Strike boot knife. Oof. That's a get caught in an alley with somebody and that dude's going to end up on the ground like that. That that's well. a great boot knife. <laughs> Can we just make the knife cast? I love because I love that those are fucking old magazines in the 90s where it's like, oh, yeah. you can buy like a cane with a sword in it for like 30 bucks. I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's, Dude, that's awesome. exactly. Yeah. I, I, I was so into that shit. I for a long time in high school in Metro Detroit, the cool thing amongst my group of friends was to see how many weapons we could sneak into school, <laughs> which I know <laughs> sounds so fucked up. Like it's not the brown kid you need to watch out for. It's not the it's not the fucking Middle Eastern kid. Yeah. It's the fucking white kid. With the flat cap, yeah. military Well, and the cap. problem is, and you can pull it off, you can just say you're trying to test the system. Oh, yeah. Like, you'll be like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon wouldn't, he wouldn't actually yeah, bring that in. He would never use this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Push boundaries. So we had, ba- we, we, we would go to Harry's Army Surplus on fucking Telegraph Road mm-hmm. in, in, in Metro Detroit in, in Southfield. And we would buy just... I mean, just all kinds of shit. We buy knives, we buy brass knuckles, belt belt buckles. Yeah, belt that, brass that could, knuckle yeah, buckles. Which is like, yeah, it's a belt buckle that could fuck somebody. It could get, at least break a guy's jaw. Like, it was so freaking ridiculous. We used to get those, um, I, I bought a billy club, a fucking nightstick, a, like all this shit. And then, like, we would sneak all this stuff into our high school, which was so stupid. Like, it's like the stupidest. I think I'm back about it now, and I'm like... How fucking, why did my parents not test me for like mental retardation? Because I, this is the dumbest idea a person could fucking have. It was like, I'm, I, I never. Yeah, because the worst question is like, why? Why did you do it? Why, like, why, why, why the fuck would I do that? You know what I mean? I went to a high school with 6,000 kids. Like there was, what would I, what? Oh, I mean, that's, that's almost a decent enough reason. I mean, just, I, it just was so stupid. I think about it now. If that, if my kid did, a kid did that, I'd be like, you have to, we're putting you in remedial classes. Like yeah. you're Clearly, you're an idiot. No, I had, I actually, I had one of the, it was really early on, I I proved everyone wrong that thought I was smart, was a friend of mine in the third grade had one of those, like, bullet on a key, on a key ring yeah. thing, and uh, my mom's boyfriend, uh, he had just, like, bullets, like, lying around, and so I just brought a bullet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I just got the so, bullet. Yeah, I got some time. <laughs> I got to, I got to read you at home look for at a week you after that. You got to look at it. And be, you got to look at it and think you were cool. I didn't yeah. understand. I was like, "Oh, you don't just." I was like, "Can we just go to the shop and like drill a hole into this?" And they're like, "No, no, no you need to go to the office That's and so uh, take a break." Yeah. Oh my God. What year was that? Was that had Columbine happened yet? No, that was before. Actually, that was before Columbine. That would have been like '93. Because that changes. That changed like everything. Yeah. If they yeah. found you with a bullet, then they would have been like, "This." Oh kid. my God. Oh no. Especially, and I I wore glasses and I tucked in my shirt and oh, wore yeah, socks with my no. sandals. And you so, went bowling a lot. <laughs> and you probably had lots of bowling. Doom on your computer. Oh, I Doom? Did. <laughs> Doom was amazing. Doom on the computer, that's it. Doom and Duke Nukem 3D. I, here's what it is. You I think kill, that kill strippers. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Duke Nukem 3D. And I, and it was so stupid because I would hang out with my friend uh Robert Pyle, I remember. And he That uh, sounds <laughs> That oh, yeah. sounds like a like a Wiki, like a link on Wikipedia you can click on. <laughs> Robert Pyle. Robert Pyle went to prison in 1983, <laughs> yeah. assaulting a stripper in Anchorage, Alaska. 
It sounds like a guy who can be like, we, people don't know where he worked on that boat, but and a strange <laughs> series of disappearing hookers occurred across <laughs> the the ring of fire that summer. Like, <laughs> just, it just doesn't, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Uh yeah, I hung out with Robert Pyle, and I remember he would he would he would be like, "Jack, let's play Duke Nukem." Which his computer was in his parent is in his living room, and now everybody in his family would, would be watching TV, and then there'd be like strippers showing her like titties to us. <laughs> I'm like I'm like ten, and then he would kill her, and he'd be like, Ugh, and then move on to the next one. And I think after a couple of years, I was like, I need to stop hanging out with this kid. <laughs> Couple years of just hanging out in his living room. Yeah, playing let me go Duke buy a bunch Nukem. of a bunch of weapons and take them into school. <laughs> it was so stupid. I but here's the thing that like people like here's the thing that people don't understand is that like if you're if you're a kid who grew up in the suburbs if you're if you're any any kid really but I think especially if you're a white kid who grew up in the suburbs, uh, especially a white boy, pardon me, who grew up in the suburbs, you feel you've never felt dangerous to anybody. You you don't mm-hmm. feel any sense of strength or your entire world is controlled by other people. You you live inside of your parents' house. You know what I mean? You don't ever feel like people respect you or think about you or even think about you in any kind of considerable way. Like if you got like all of your anger is meaningless. Like no, but you can't it doesn't matter how much you don't want to go to school tomorrow. Like you're gonna fucking go. Yeah. And if you don't Hence. go, it's equally stupid. Like people are just like, "You're a fucking moron." Like, what do you? You have nothing like, to push against. Yeah. And so that's why you're all given these... this ticket. Don't fuck it up, kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so that's why all these like suburban dudes buy like swords when they turn eleven <laughs> and put them up on their walls. <laughs> it's so was... it's so true though, and it's like, and that never went away because I fucking own all these knives. Like it just it's, yeah, but it's you don't have same. like a collection on your wall. No, do you? correct. Like, I don't. I want you to don't get... have the Lord of the Rings like this. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have fucking uh fucking Mithril. God damn it! What is the name of that Mithril? sword? Mithril. No, I don't have the uh my, all my D and D friends are gonna be so mad at me that I fucked Dude, this seriously? up. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, I don't have any of those D and D swords because I was like, I gotta get laid eventually. Yeah. Yeah. That was this is yeah this is definitely becoming a theme that was that Eric Emerson had, was talking about swords mm-hmm. he had a sword this is we might have to do an offshoot of <laughs> <laughs> where where we just watch um God what was that surviving edge weapons if, do you know anything about no, this no what is that this on is YouTube? a uh, it's on YouTube yeah it's like this two hour long like police um like training video that someone found and was like what the fuck <laughs> and put it on the internet it's like be careful every every person probably has a knife on them somewhere oh my god this baseball so cap has 85 <laughs> blades on it and well, just like shows a baseball cap with like a bunch of straight razors sticking out oh of it according god. to brendan they're not wrong they're yeah. not, <laughs> they yeah, had right. they had belt buckles they had yeah, fucking <laughs> any of that shit but the best thing about this is that it, they also have recreations of like events where it'll just be like a guy just pulls out a samurai sword and cuts like a cop oh and then you're like that's ridiculous that's re- that, that that would never happen in real life, and then it shows you the like video, real the vid- actual video, yeah, or oh, like pictures from So it becomes a morgue. snuff film then. For well, a not, they don't show the video, how but many, like how pictures many, from the morgue. How, how, mm. how far into it did you did it take until you came? Oh, like pretty much like five <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> it's weird because it took me faster to come in that than it did uh, the fucking beauty pageant I watched the other day. <laughs> is that, well, is how is old that the John Benet doc? <laughs> oh, that's was, was just where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> Who did it? <laughs> I used to live around the right. corner. The brother. From, I used to live around the corner from that house. In really? Boulder, in Boulder? Boulder, Boulder, Colorado, yeah. I lived at 9th and Alpine, oh, which is a nice place. Far. I used to go on runs, and I would pass it. I didn't even know it was the house. 
And there uh, wasn't a ghost, just a little girl ghost, just floating around in pageant wear. <laughs> I think I would have noticed <laughs> that. Skipping rope. Yeah. I like living. Why am I dead? <laughs> Do they have to answer questions in those too? Like, what do you mm-hmm. what what is there? Like, how would you? What do you want for the world? What's two plus two? Like, what's the? Well, I really think that global warming, or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, I'm, fucking Greta Thunberg yeah, can do it. She's like it. twelve or whatever. That's not good. We can't go Greta down that Thunberg. road. <laughs> Greta, Thunberg. the Swedish girl or whatever from. Yeah, uh, yeah. you know she she's like I. She's like at this. She's like at the in, the in this weird. She occupies this like strange space. Like her parents are like really wealthy or something, and they are like super connected, which is why she's able to, yeah, not go to school get and in this, like position. Are we Just, talking about John Benet Ramsey again? <laughs> <laughs> her parents were super fucking connected too. Yeah, yeah. CIA connections. That's too. how you get away with murder. That's yeah, the, that's <laughs> super fucked up, right? Uh, the whole yeah. thing is fucking bizarre. It's a Puerto Rican guy. Look, dude, I've been to Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> there are no Puerto Ricans anywhere. Well, there are Joey no Puerto Diaz Ricans was in the area around the same time. Cuban. I, see? Eh, it's close enough. <laughs> if you I don't tell neighbors. them that. I don't. <laughs> if you want John Bonet Ramsey, you got to go through me. <laughs> we got Listen your, up, cocksucker. <laughs> we got your back, Spider Man. <laughs> You're right. He wasn't fucking Spider Man. Spider Man Two. Spider Man Two. Yeah. Uh, Joey Diaz. I, I don't think he's ever looked healthier. <laughs> he must have lost a hundred pounds for that role. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> it's crazy what they do with computers nowadays. Uh, so what is it? What is so, what are some of the people? What are some of the answers people have given in terms of the shit they had to live through in this podcast? Um, well, this is well, a great idea for a yeah. podcast, by the way. Uh, it's mostly. So some of so them we've were, had two guests. We've had two guests, but there, so I did a submission form online, oh, okay, and like for for people to put in snippets. So there have been like half were sort of your average, like we were probably the bad roommates, like we partied a lot or things like sure. that. I've had yeah. some like cute. These like, are mostly comedian stories and stuff. Yeah, they're mostly yeah. comedians. A couple people I didn't recognize, but it's whatever. Um, and then sort of like yeah, like you're you're stuck out. Uh, another guy's uh, who. Uh, he's Winslow, and he, he probably going to talk about swords with him too. That's so funny. <laughs> so, we, it's a real theme um, developing. So, <laughs> real. so, but yeah, I uh, when when I when I read yours, I was immediately like, "This is just because the piece the, like home is you're supposed to have some peace of mind somewhere." Oh and, yeah, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, dude. It's the worst. It's the worst thing ever. So you lived with a drug. So that's yeah, essentially your intro. You lived with a drug addict, and you had to sleep with a knife under your. Pillow. Uh, pillow. Yeah. So, like, if we could do a time machine, like, rewind on that. Yeah. Let's start day one. You're like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm moving in with this new dude. Yeah. So, let me back, <laughs> let me back way up. I, I don't want to overly, I don't want to, like, overly tell this. I don't want to, like, go into t- details that don't need to be told. But mm. this story really begins earlier that summer when I didn't live with him. I found this apartment that I used to run this show called House of Jokes out of my apartment. Okay. It was a great apartment. Is on uh now it's the whole building is like occupied by all these comics, but I was like the first one to move into it. It's like John Norman lives there, Eric Scott used to live there, Luke Newman lives there. Uh I I know other co- comics too. I just don't even know. I don't mm-hmm. know how many, but there's like six or seven comics who live in this apartment now. Um and then it but at first it was me and it's a cardboard box, essentially. It's a <laughs> rentable cardboard box. It was a great, it's a great apartment, and um, this, but I found it, and I didn't have anybody to live with, and I was, I got, had just gotten this new job here in Chicago in the summer of 2015, and 
I started at this job at the same time as this other guy, and I had to move out from Michigan, and this other guy moved out from L.A. And so we, I was like, dude, I got this great apartment, like, if you want to move in. And he was like, oh, that's so great. This is not the drug addict. He's mm. just a dude I worked with. And that's important to the story because the, I, I worked with the drug addict. And so... <laughs> so so this, no way to escape him. Yeah, there was no way to fucking. It was like I got. It's almost like I got on the highway that inevitably we were gonna collide. And so, what ended up happening though is like I was at this apartment. And by the way, this roommate I lived with originally was a kind of a piece of shit. Also, he was a fucking terrible roommate. And he, and to his credit, he acknowledged it the day he he moved out. Like he, for six months we lived together, and he just would party late. He'd bring a chick home at like two in the morning on a Tuesday, and like fuck her really loud in the next room. And he was that asshole. And he was kind of a gross dude. So it was like in my mind, I'm like, oh, just this fucking big body on top of this poor, you know, fucking unsuspecting girl is going to come back and she's going to wake up tomorrow and be like, what did I drink? And it's like, you know, Phil's come, you fucking (laughs) idiot. And so I um, and it's funny, I'm still friends with him now. He might even listen. <laughs> He's actually a great dude. It's just that we were we were actually good friends, and we and we were good. We were great work associates. We just mm. could not have. We were just bad roommates. That's and what because, happens with yeah. friends a lot. Yeah, I was like really serious about that job at the time. I was in a lot of debt, and so I was like, I'm gonna get up every morning. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna fucking crush it. And like I did, I paid off my debt. It was great. But he couldn't. He was from L.A. And after about six months, and when it started to get into winter, he was like, I can't. I can't stand this. Like, I can't. He had never been in a winter before. He was like, oh, I fucking hate this. <laughs> like, and he cut and ran back to L.A. He tapped out. Yeah, like a pussy. <laughs> and uh, the day he... The it's day, all right. The waves he, will get him. Dude, he, like, he did... <laughs> I He, like, he would destroy my shit. He would, like... He, he well, like... Aren't people from California supposed to be chill? Like... Yeah, but that's the problem is he was so chill that he was just like, oh, man, I'm sorry, dude. I jizzed all over your couch. Like, yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, dude, I was fucking this girl, and you know, I I had just, you know, I couldn't really get it up because I'd done some coke, and then I like did this other thing, and finally I got it up, and I just shot it right away, and just went all over your pillow, dude. I'm my bad, and you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? my bad. <laughs> what the fuck, man? You're like, set it on fire and replace it, like yeah, an adult. Do, yeah, <laughs> wash it or do something, and he just didn't. Any of Never that tell me and just at least turn the cover over, dude. It was awful. <laughs> Worst and, thing uh, was, it was like two, three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, was, yeah, exactly. He, uh, so I was out doing a lot of comedy, which means he had like free reign of the mm. joint, and uh, yeah, just I mean, ruined my. I have this like pi- collection of tobacco pipes. Like my dad smoked a lot of tobacco pipes. My grandfather did. I've got this like, and they're really nice. Some of them are expensive and actually like worth something. Yeah, me too. I like. Do you really? Yeah, that's, dude. That's, I feel like you're like my like maybe my older nah. brother or something. And so, so I would come home and like he would have poured a whole beer into the ashtray that I was keeping all these pipes in, and I'm like. And and he would he wouldn't even remember it like he'd be like hey man how come your how come a bunch of wa- how come you keep your pipes in like water and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like what are you talking about oh yeah dude there's like water in your ashtray and I'm going over and I'm like this isn't water this is fucking beer hey dude I think your fish are dead like yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh my god and they turned into fucking pipes <laughs> so that was annoying and the day he moved out uh, I I remember he was like all right see you man and like gets his all his shit he gets in this uber and he drives to the airport and i walk back in and i screamed into a pillow for like <laughs> for like a whole minute i was just like ah for like for a whole fucking minute and uh, i lost my voice <laughs> and i felt so good i actually i think i like cried during that yeah, minute that's i was the... like he's gone 
He's thank God he's gone. Oddly enough, this is the second time <laughs> out of three fucking interviews that someone screamed into a pillow for a minute. Yeah, well, it that little little did I know I was only just leaving the Shire. Little did I know I was only just entering the minds of Maury. <laughs> so. So this guy leaves and his arrangement was he was like, hey, I got he goes, you know, this guy at work. And I can't I, I will not say this guy's name because uh, you can call him Gollum. <laughs> what? Call him? Call him Gollum. Call him. Gollum. Call him? Gollum. Call him Gollum. Gollum. Oh, go- Gollum. Oh, this is Sorry, perfect. Coffee throat. That you don't understand, but that's actually like a really accurate. This dude was like very because he was diminutive, like like a hobbit. Yeah. And he was like and he was just all fucking he would say weird and do weird shit and like he he, he worked in IT so he was always like out of the sun and in like a, a tiny room <sighs> have you seen my burning spoon <laughs> does it want dinners <laughs> does it want what does it want brushes it's fucking That's pretty good. dude is weird fat <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love doing that. Sometimes I do that to my girlfriend when we're like sleeping. <laughs> Lean over. I love you, precious. <laughs> she's like, stop, what? She's like, I just came. She's going to be on this podcast in a couple of weeks. She's going to be like, <laughs> I was living with the worst boy. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry, Gloria. Uh, so anyway, uh, can I tell you something really creepy just in the side? I talk to my girlfriend when she's asleep. Which I is like the creepiest thing. Like I'll lean over and I'll just be like, oh, I just think you're so pretty and you're so cute and stuff. One time she woke up in the middle of it and she was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like getting like, back I'm, in your good I'm graces. Just, I'm just talking to you. I'm, I'm just trying to suddenly brainwash you. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're never going to leave me. Bring home another woman. <laughs> <laughs> Bring home another knife. Let me be a <laughs> <Bring> father. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so this guy. So before this first dude left, um, before Gollum entered the entered the story, <laughs> he was my former roommate. Was like, I got it. It's all figured out. It's cool because the guy at work, Gollum, he needs a place to stay, and um, we got we got this. You know, he I'm moving out. He he can move in. It could be perfect. And I only knew this guy from work, so I was like, Yeah, Gollum's pretty cool, man. Like he's not that bad. I've had a couple conversations with him. Just a little strange guy, but he's in IT. What are you gonna do? He'll stay out of the way. It'll be fine. And so this guy moves in and. He uh he and he's fine for but he moves a ton of shit in like a ton of shit, you know and and when he moves in he's like yeah man like I just it's all the stuff that I had at my parents' place and like you know I'm coming in from the suburbs so I'm just moving all a little bit in and it's like we have room for it but it's also like not anything else now like it's just and it's and it's a bunch of old shit like he moves like an old Macintosh computer in that like doesn't work so it's just this big block that's like on a table <laughs> he's like yeah it's like an object d'art you know what I mean it's like a piece of artwork. Oh yeah, it's a piece, of, a piece of artwork that says "I'm a virgin." Like, it's, that's a statement it's making to our guests. So this oh, dude, my precious. yeah. So for the for the first like three weeks we mo- we live together, everything is pretty much fine. This guy's not a big deal. He's pretty he's pretty chill. Like we get along pretty well. He's like seeing this one chick who's kind of annoying, but what are you gonna do? And, uh, and they basically make dinner at home, and it's not a big deal. So. Uh, as kind of t- as time goes on, it starts getting kind of weirder. Like, I I get home from from work one day and I'm changing to go out and do open mics. And as I get home, I start coming up the stairs to the third floor apartment and I smell weed like so fucking strong. Not like somebody smoking a joint. Like somebody 
like it like you opened up a van it smells like the weed fairy showed up and somebody shot it and she exploded <laughs> like she just exploded weed dust everywhere and like yeah like it smells like that like Cheech and Chong's van smells like it got lit on fire like it it, it just it's was just like so but there was no smoke I was like what the fuck is going on and I like come up to the and our by the way our second floor neighbor is a Cook County Sheriff he's Never. he's he's a sheriff's deputy from the Cook County Sheriff's Department. Fantastic. Yeah. That's... So I'm so I'm like, I get up and I'm like, what the, f- Gollum, what the fuck is going on up here? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, dude, it smells like so much weed. Are you like smoking weed up here, man? Like that's you, yeah. like that's it's not, not cool. 2020 yet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's really not that cool, man. And he's like, no, dude, I didn't smoke any weed. And I'm like, then why does it smell like, I'm like, you can't fool me. It smells like weed, dude. I'm not an idiot. Like I'm. You know, I it smells like weed. And he's like, all right, look, okay, so, you know how you can, you know, like, uh, you know, you, how you can like buy anything online. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Well, that's like, you know, you can go on like the dark web and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, that that's what I do. Like, I get, I like buy weed on the dark web and then I like sell it again on the dark web. And I'm like, okay, so you're a drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> like that's what you are. And he's so like, like well, a stockbroker drug dealer. He's like, dude, it's not, it's not like, he's like, it's not like, you know, drug. I don't really think weed is a drug. And I'm like, well, the <laughs> law would disagree with you. Like, I mean, I don't think weed's a, I, I, you know, like, look, caffeine's a drug. Okay. Alcohol is a drug. Weed is a, THC is a drug. Like, let's not be dense about this. But also, like, I get what he means. It's not like he's fucking dealing with PCP or some shit like this. Like, it's just. Yeah, it's not a powder. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? He's not fucking he's not making meth in the in the apartment. I get it. I get where he's coming, but I'm like I I but we are second but the floor. The cop. The cop lives downstairs. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the ultimate I fucking that's my new place. It was like I they I asked them specifically if, if it was okay to smoke weed there and they said yes, and then I moved in and I smoked weed and they panicked because the guy that owns the place that lives there with his family is a major crimes detective. What? And I was like <laughs> How does yes equal yeah. no? I was like, this oh is, my god, that would that's so. I don't nuts. It's like cops still cops, even though yeah. you might think it's like yeah, it's, but it's not. It's like, but they still do though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's exactly what happened because this guy was like, I'm like, dude, you got to get that shit out of the apartment like right now, like right the fuck now. And he was like, all right, dude, I'll get out of the apartment. Like, just give me until the end of the day. I'll figure out a place to put it. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. And like, I don't know what to do because I've never been in this situation before. <laughs> All the uh, knives in the world can't help. Me. <laughs> <laughs> well, one knife yeah. would. Yeah. But, so but then just, you'd be the. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. So I I leave and then uh, I go out and do open mics. Um, yeah. And then and I'm kind of like not really sure what to do. And um, then the the downstairs neighbor like calls me and I've lived there for like uh, like eight months. Mm-hmm. So and they know I'm a, I'm fine. Like I know this guy. He his his. Family owns the house. You so have like, a good track record with them. So. Yeah, great. Yeah, I like I like the the family owns the house. The first floor is one brother uh, and his wife. The second floor is a different brother and his wife. The third floor is like me and the, and this fucking psycho. <laughs> and and so uh, I but I've been there for like eight months. And aside from the fact that the original dude was kind of annoying sometimes, it was like we were fine and like we got along. We would chill out. We drink beers on the porch. Like we we were bros. They knew I didn't like do anything like this. So this guy calls me and he's like, what the, and he's just like, what the fuck is going on in your apartment? <laughs> and I was like, I know, dude, I, I, I'm like, I'm, I don't know. Like I came home and he's, and he's like, look, he just has to get that the fuck out of here. He's like, I can, I can, 
he's like, I can I can turn a blind eye one time with this. Mm. But he's like, you got to understand, like, this is my job. Like, if he's if he's busted and it find and it comes out that like it was in my building, I could be held responsible for something. Like, I I don't know. I just it needs to be gone. And I'm like, all right, fine. So uh, I put some more pressure on Gollum, and I'm like, look, you got to get this the fuck out, man. And he's like, all right, fine, I'll do it, man. It just won't happen again. I'm like, all right, cool. So that's the first, like, encounter in mm-hmm. this situation. So another couple of days go by, not a big deal. But as, as, as I'm, like, hanging out with him more and more, I'm noticing, like, he's kind of, like, drinking more and more, and he's kind of drinking a lot. And sometimes I'll hear him come home at, like, 4 a.m. So, like, a, a few days go by, and then, like, and then for the better part of a whole week, I would hear him get home at like three or four a.m. on on a on a weeknight. Mm-hmm. So I'd hear like 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 he'd open the door <laughs> and then slam it shut, and then I would hear his keys drop and hit the floor, and he'd be like, oh, <laughs> oh fuck. And then he would like <laughs> wander into his bedroom, just feet shuffling. Just yeah. one of them you can tell is untied. Yeah, just, just kind of hear shit. the shoelaces just. <laughs> So, and he would kind of like, and then I'd hear him like go into his room and, and then like pass out or whatever. And I was like, what the, f- this kid's life is like, <laughs> he's, he's spiraling yeah, now. he's starting to spiral. <laughs> so then one of these times this happens and I, I hear him come in and I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to go back to sleep. It's like 4am. I wake up. I, at the time I would wake up at like 530 in the morning and go to work. So I'm like, I'm going to be up in 90 minutes anyway. So I can't really go back to sleep and I'm kind of listening and I can hear him shuffling around and I'm like. Does he have somebody with him? Like, I'm not sure. It sounds like he maybe some chick is with him, which is, like, maybe good for him, I guess. So I just go back to sleep. Not a big deal. 90 minutes later, I wake up, and I open the door, and there's a guy who I don't know is sleeping in my living room. <laughs> just some dude. Just And he's, mm. and he's like, old. He's like, <laughs> he's, like, in his 50s. And he's just lying on my futon in my living room. And I just, and I, like, freeze because he's, like, He's just laying back and he's just asleep and he's out cold and there's an open beer underneath him on the floor <laughs> and I'm like and it and it's a bottle I can see that he hasn't drank like any of it so like he opened it and then passed out and I and it's and, and it's a Wednesday you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> this is so fucking ridiculous it's I have literally this is what was crazy about this is I wrote into this show. And I, as we started, as you like messaged me and I was thinking about it, I was like, I haven't thought about this in like years. <laughs> and it sounds like it happened. It sounds like it didn't happen or like it happened to somebody else. Like that's how it imagines it in my mind. Cause this is still just the tip of the iceberg. And so <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm like, what the fuck? And so I start getting, and I don't have time. I'm like, I'm just going to go to work. Just whatever. So I get up, I get ready for work. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck this dude is. Um, I don't, I, I'm like, I don't, I don't know who he is. He's got like, he just, whatever. I mean, I understand how somebody can like, I've been on benders before too. I'm not a, I'm not a fucking narc or like a, uh, you know, your grandfather or something like I, it's not like I haven't done any of this stuff. I get how this can go. You can go out to the bar, you go on a bender, but like, it's all weird. Like the whole time I'm thinking, I'm like, whatever. Sometimes this shit happens. You can be out with some guy and then you're just like, whatever, just come back to my place. Like, yeah, yeah man, we just had fun playing pool. Like, whatever, it'll be fine. And then the next morning you're like, what did I do? Like, <laughs> you got to get out of here, man. Like, any of this. bring a guy home. <laughs> That's yeah, it was super, it was fucking ridiculous. So, it happened to me one time. Like, did it really? Yeah, like, because I have a, I have a eight piece drum set with a bunch of fucking cymbals set up yeah. at one point in my you're a drummer uh, also? Yeah. Was, I'm a drummer. We're like the same guy. It's so weird, dude. Um, yeah, I have a I have a Gretsch set, an eight piece Gretsch set. I had Ludwig's. 
Right on, man. It's, it's still good. It's a, it's a good set. I like the Grinch. But, uh, yeah, like I had all this stuff. <laughs> and I was drunk and I was just hanging out with a guy like, yeah, I got some Zildjian symbols at my place. He's like, Zildjian symbols. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him back to my place. And I'm like, like now, like even like the next day, I was like, why the fuck did I? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Like, yeah, we were playing darts, man. We started talking about Braveheart, and I was like, fuck it. I got it on DVD. Come back and my place. <laughs> like, is that, like, that shit can happen. That that can so happen. Yeah. You know Sean Connery's in that movie? <laughs> Sean, no way. No fucking way, dude. He's the dragon. Why? Yeah. <laughs> he plays a Spaniard. <laughs> so like, uh, so I can see how that shit can happen. So, But I'm still like, I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Mm-hmm. So I get ready for work. I leave. Um, I message him. I'm like, hey, dude, uh, not cool for you to bring somebody back <laughs> home in the middle of the night. Like, please don't do that again. So I don't. I and then I, and then like I keep checking, and he's not. I haven't seen him at work. Like I, I he is supposed. Oh to right, come yeah. In. You guys work together. Yeah, I so, completely forgotten. <laughs> so I this guy like, has a job. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't seen him in the office. IT guy. And then like I he and then I see I look like at lunchtime I still haven't seen him. And then I like look at my phone and it, I just see that the message reads red. And I'm like, I know he fucking saw this. So like what? <laughs> and so I go on this walk around the office looking for him. I'm like, where the fuck is Gollum? And. <laughs> Uh, and I can see him. He's in this like IT corner that like only in like the server room that like only IT people can get into. And he's like just doing whatever. And I'm like, all right, well there he is. I guess he's alive. <laughs> so then I like I keep waving and trying to get his attention. And he finally like comes up and he's like, what do you want? And I'm like, what do you? What do you? What do you mean? What's up, dude? What do you want? Yeah, yeah. What, like what? <laughs> I'm not the villain here. When I start thinking about this, it's just so insane that like this this hat like he acted, he was like, What? And I'm like What the fuck, dude? What are you bothering me for? I'm like, hey man, like I saw you got my text message. And he's like, Yeah. I'm like, is that guy is he gonna be gone? He's like, Yeah, he's gone. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, Well, I'm like, look, we'll talk when we get home. I don't want to do this like at the office. Wow. So treating you like a fucking relationship. It was so weird. And so, so then later when he gets home, he's like mad at me and he's like, what are you like? I don't understand why this is a big deal. I'm like, what, what are you talking? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, okay, so I can't have friends over. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, like, you know, that's not what this is, man. You know that that isn't what this is. That's his best friend. You just made best friends. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, your best friend is 55? Yeah, he's a hobo. You're 23, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Where did you meet him? An alleyway? Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, we dude. were both pissed in the alley. Our eyes met, and it was just was magic. Like, yeah, dude, let's go back home and watch fucking Dragonheart. So, oh, I love that. so he he's like, I'm, he's like, well, look, man, it won't happen again. Like, but I can't. I should be able to have friends over. It's fucking stupid that you're mad at this. And I'm like, it's not stupid that I'm mad at this, man. Like, he could. I don't know this guy. He could steal my shit. It's like, you like, don't know this guy. Like, yeah, how are you vouching? Him. Yeah, you don't know. And he's like, look, if I, I felt safe around him, I feel like you should. Feel I'm just safe. a good judge of character. <laughs> I felt safe around him. I know that that's what the fuck. Like, that line is so perfect yeah, of this yeah. fucking person. <laughs> look, I felt safe around him, dude. Yeah, man. Cause yeah, you're, that spindle, that, sp- that sexy spindle. Yeah, I mean, like, you're such a great fucking, you got a great decision-making and critical thinking skills, what with bringing a bunch of weed back to our yeah. apartment, <laughs> you know, also fucking lived in by a Cook County deputy. So, Do you know uh, how much weed he had? Because I wanted to ask that earlier, but uh, I, I would, you will, we will, we, oh, okay, we will find right. out in a moment. Oh, there's a... Okay. <laughs> So this is like fucking crazy. So this keeps going on, and 
<laughs> this he keeps coming in super late and I'm like kind of I'm like I don't know what to do I'm kind of worried about him but also I'm like focused on comedy I was doing uh, at the time I was doing cons- every I was doing stand up consecutively every day so I was doing mm-hmm. if anybody if anybody listens to this and knows me from back in that 26 20 2015 to 2016 I was uh, doing comedy. I did it for 109 consecutive days. Nice. And uh, just got up every single day and did it. So I was doing that at the time. So I was really like, and I, and I would go out and grind mics. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. just do one and then come home. I would like go out and grind. Two or three. Yeah. yeah especially so, in yeah. that area. You, yeah. your, your place is by Belmont, right? Yeah. Belmont and Sheffield. Okay. So this was right at the corner of school and seminary. Yeah. Which is like right kind of in that sweet spot. Like I could go, I could go. You know, you can take the brown line up around. You can go to the red line. It's by the Laugh Factory. It's by Stage 773. It's by yeah. Theater Wit. It's by all that stuff. And there was like three or four. Uh, there was uh, the American Dream. Yeah. Underground Lounge was at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you could do the, the CBA um, on Belmont had an open mic also. And then there was like just a whole lot in that area that you could you could work. And so I was able to go out and grind a whole bunch mm-hmm. during that period of time. So like. I was not home that much and I was really focused at work also because I was like trying to pay this debt off and stuff. So so it was kind of like most of the time it was like out of thought, out of mind, except when he would come home at like 2 a.m. Yeah. And so like and literally like it's weird to describe this. This is like such a compressed amount of time. Like he shows up. Everything's fine for three days. He's kind of annoying with his girlfriend. <laughs> then he has an outrageous <laughs> amount of weed. <laughs> like, just smells everything. Then, like, a week later. This did yeah. seem like it was over a couple-month period. So this no, is no, all No, no, no. This already... is all really compressed. <laughs> this is just the beginning of... This, this is about... We're, like, week one, right? Yeah. This is literally four years ago this month. Like, and, and so, like, week two is when it was, like, he was drinking a ton and then and so I find out because I start talking to me at work one day he comes up to me and he's like hey how you doing and we're just like talking because we're like kind of work friends also mm-hmm. like we got along okay before which is why I thought everything would be fine and he kind of starts talking to me and he's like yeah man I just you know he's like I probably shouldn't be drinking this much and I'm like yeah I don't think you should dude you brought <laughs> home a fucking like a stranger the other day and he's like yeah man like I, I probably shouldn't you know I really kind of used to really be a, an alcoholic and I used to like really kind of get fucked up and I don't think it's very good. I'm like, what do you mean used to? You're like, 23. Used like, to like 12 hours ago. Like, <laughs> it's like I did the 12 steps. I'm still on one yeah. of them. So he keeps talking about this. So then one night. Yeah, on one. <laughs> so then again, like one night, like a Thursday night, I, um, I'm at the office and we have a keg in the office and we used to have like parties at happy hour. And so, like, a Thursday night, like we all get around the keg. We have like a happy hour. Everybody's like drinking. He's there and he has a couple beers. And um and then like I'm gonna go out and do an open mic. So I'm like, all right, peace. See you guys later. And I leave the office. And um and then I get a bunch of text messages from this guy. Like over the next like few hours, he's like, hey, are you out? I'm gonna go do this thing. I was wondering if you wanted to join me. And and like he would do that from time to time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, I'm really grinding and doing open mics. Like, sorry, I can't do it. So uh, but he was like a friendly guy. And so I get these messages from him, and they're getting and they're getting progressively like more. Like, I can tell he's drinking. Like, the spelling fucking errors are showing up. <laughs> and he's just like, dude, you should be at Tao right now. It's fucking crazy. Like, Jesus. you should be at, like... And he's like, oh, dude, I'm get this one bar. It's, like, nuts and all this stuff. And so... And then, like, at about 11 p.m., I just don't get anything from him anymore. And <laughs> so he's been drinking for from 5 to 11, so six hours at least. And he was hitting it hard. He had a couple beers, like, one every half hour probably, like, when we were at the office. And so... Uh, so I just don't think anything of it and I go back home and I go to bed. I sleep all night. I'm fine. I wake up in the morning. I don't hear him come back in. I'm like, oh, this is, I guess this is whatever, you know, uh, I get ready for work. I head into work. 
So I get there, and I used to go open the office at like 6.30 or 7 in the morning because I was really, really serious. I was like, I'm, I would come in. I was the first person in. I would turn all the lights on. Paying that debt. Dude, I paid it all <laughs> off in a year, and I was so proud. I was in like nice. 30K debt. Oh, and shit. I, and nice. Good one work. year, paid it all off. I was, in, I was in the zone. And so uh, I showed up, and I'm turning all these lights on and stuff. And as I'm walking around, I pass the server room, and I look in, and I, and I see a pair of legs sticking out from underneath one of the desks. <laughs> a pair of Gollum legs. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Gollum. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Did he spend all night in the, in the office? Well, you got a keg there, and he's yeah, apparently he has a drinking problem. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It's like a Friday, and he's like, right, I can see he's there. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, all right, I, this is insane. And I can't wake him up because, like, it's he's in behind, like, a door and, like, a window and – so like if I'm so I like knock on it and he doesn't stir or move and I'm like is he dead like did he, <laughs> did he drink himself to death like what <laughs> you're gonna walk up and and you know, the server room's hot dude this body's not gonna last like <laughs> <laughs> so so I just go right I just go right to work I'm like I don't know I'm not gonna say anything <laughs> to anybody <laughs> fuck it dude I'm not gonna say That's anything funny. to anybody. So I go to my desk and I start fucking making calls and emails and stuff. And um, so a bunch of time passes and I actually forget that he was in the office. I mean, like mostly. And uh, and then I go to get some coffee. So I start working basically at like 7, 730 and probably like at around 11 a.m. I'm like, I'm going to go get some coffee and chill out and take a break. So I go out and I start walking around and um, and then I see him and he's in the same outfit he had on yesterday. And, and it wasn't, and this is the thing you have to understand, like this guy, it wasn't like an innocuous outfit. It's not like he wore like jeans and a, and a gray shirt or something. Yeah. It was like, he had this like bright blue shirt on yesterday and also today, <laughs> like, and also again, except it's wrinkled. Like it's this, clearly it's, a, it's the same outfit. It's a Cinco de Mayo shirt now. It's, it's, a, it's the sixth. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like in the kitchen and I'm like, Hey man, how you doing? And he's like, Oh dude. Yeah. Crazy. You know, kind of hung over a little bit tied it on a little bit last night i'm like yeah and there's like other people around us and he's like yeah i kind of went crazy you know i ended up sleeping in sleeping in the it room that was pretty crazy and i'm like yeah dude and i look around there's like peep pe- there's like people can hear him there's like people around us in the office it's not like we're alone i'm like, like you got away with this yeah yeah i'm like wow that's that's crazy Gollum. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I can't do that again. I'm like, yeah, you probably shouldn't talk about it again. <laughs> probably not something you should talk about. So as I'm doing this, like two or three people all look at me. And the, and, and they know, and everybody in the office knows he lives with me. And I'm like, I, I, don't, I, like, I don't know what to do. And so, um, so whatever, the whole rest of the day goes on. And a couple of people message me and they're like, did he say he passed out in this office? I'm like, yeah, that's what he said. That was pretty fucked up. And um, so then I go home. This guy. I'm sorry, by the way, if this story is like getting boring at all. But like, no, you're good. So Just so building the this guy goes. Tension. Go, I go home. This guy goes home. Um, I hang out with my girlfriend, and uh, and then the next day, I come into the office, and I and at 7 a.m. waiting for me is the head of HR, and this uh, this woman who's really cool, like super 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 <laughs> nice. But she's already at the office. And and when I say waiting for me, I mean she's in a she's in a I used to there's one entrance you can come in and she's sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. And I'm oh. like, Oh, hello. And she's like, Hey, I gotta talk to you real quick. And I'm like, Okay. And she's like, Let me she pulls me in this room and she goes, Listen, uh, we got a f- we're firing Gollum today. Uh it 
you know, it sounds like he passed out. He had he he went out drinking, came back to the office, spent the night here, spent the night in the IT room in the server room, which is like that's the fucking that's the heart. That's the if you, I worked in a marketing technology company, that's the whole yeah, company. That's the, he <laughs> could have pissed on something. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been fucking Just awesome. Shorts it out. That's like a that's like a drunk bus driver being like he came home and then pa- or he came back to the bus lot and passed out behind the wheel of every bus we have. <laughs> like it, it, the whole company is in that room, and so he arranged them in a circle. I don't know how he did it. <laughs> There's I, yeah, they're studying him. <laughs> it's more effective when drunk. <laughs> so, uh, so I was like, "Yeah, that's crazy." And she goes, "Look, I I know that you live with him, so I want to let you know this immediately in case there's something you have to go do." And I'm like, "And you know what to do." Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> "Well, I I guess I, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I I I don't really know if there's anything I need to do. Like, I I don't think I have." She hinting at like like, "Hey, this might not go." Yeah, well. and it flies right <laughs> over my head. Like, it flies right over my fucking dense like, head. You you want to kill him, right? Yeah. <laughs> we know like, that you have the knives we know that you have the knives so i i'm like I, I don't really know if there's anything i need to do like uh you know i i'm pretty sure it should be fine you know i, I don't think there's anything and in my head i'm like there's nothing like uh, you know i mean i don't think he's gonna go in my room and like destroy my room or anything yeah you like, didn't fire him yeah i didn't fire him so and like and he's the one who said it out loud it's not like i set him up or anything <laughs> So I don't know that he could be mad at me, and I'm like, no, well, thanks for letting me know. I don't, I don't think there's any issue. This is what happens when you fucking <laughs> burn the candle at both ends, man. You're yeah. like working hard and doing open mics. You're like, something I need to do. It's Saturday, right? Okay, <laughs> so there's that one at four o'clock, and there's another one at six. It's exactly. Yeah. I have like no mental space to like <laughs> yeah. for anything else. So I just go to work that day, and then I get a text from him at like at like you know, I don't know, nine thirty or whenever he came into the office and gets fired and he's like, uh, this is such bullshit. Like this is fucking stupid. Fuck this company. Like all this stuff. And uh and I'm like, Yeah man, that's really bad of them. Like I yeah. wow, who saw that coming? Like, you yeah, know, that's just so a- unreasonable. <laughs> yeah. How dare they? Are you kidding? You work so hard you're here twenty four hours a day. Like <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep these servers maintained. <laughs> it was so stupid. So, so he, um, so I go home and I'm kind of worried about him a little bit. And and again, like he's not a bad. Aside from the fact that he's he's like yeah. he's like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde kind of like he had this like evil side to him, but he was like actually mostly a pretty nice guy. He's just a mess. Yeah, he's just he a just, fucking mess. Yeah. And so I kind of felt bad for him a little bit. And I came home. Uh, I left work early. Came home and I'm talking with him. And he's like, uh, he cleaned the whole place up. Like, he cleaned the entire apartment. And it was, like, spotless. I was like, wow, Gollum, this is, like, amazing. And he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I I really fucked up. And I'm going to get a new job right away. I've got some savings, so don't worry about me for about a month. I'm, I mean, don't, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm probably good for about mm-hmm. a month. It'll be time. I'll get a job. I'm you might smell it. weed soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm like, what? I'm like, all right, man. He's like, I'm really turning over a new leaf. I'm not going to waste my time anymore. This is bullshit. I'm like, all right, cool, dude. So like things are looking up. So I go into the office the next day and the HR people call me in and they're like, how's it? How did it go? And I'm like, yeah, he's, you know, I crazy. Think he's, he took it as a signal. And I think he's like, you know, he's going to like turn out and I, I think it'll be good. And so, uh, so that day I go out, I do, you know, I do, um, a bunch of open mics. I come back home. I come home at like nine thirty PM 
And as soon as I get to my the third floor and I'm about to open the door, I smell something burning. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And I open the door and there's smoke in the, like the apartment. And it's not like so much smoke that like the the fire alarms are about to go off, but it's like smoke. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I run into the kitchen and there's like a, a thing of peas that he, that is like boiling, but it's like boiling away. And now the peas are starting to burn. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I like turn the stove off and then I run the water and I throw the pot in the water and it like steams and everything's fine. I open a window. I run the fan. I'm like, what the fuck? And I look over and he's in his room past just pa- passed out on the bed. I mean, like out cold, out cold. And I'm like, Gollum. What the what the fuck, dude? Gollum. And he's like not he's not move he's not moving. And I'm like, is he even breathing? And he's like and he's he's breathing and he's like <laughs> I'm like, what the Green fuck, character. dude? So and then I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I can't believe the dude could have burned this place down. Yeah. You know? Like passed out in the fucking So then uh so I'm like, this is this is insane. So I'm like and it's by the way, it's like nine PM or whatever. I'm like, maybe he'll wake up in the in the next few hours. I don't know what I'd do. So I'm up for another couple hours. Finally I go to bed. I wake up the next morning. Um go <laughs> go into his room, he's gone. So at some point <laughs> at some point between when I went to bed but, and this is like two weeks and us living together. Like, <laughs> I keep forgetting that no time has passed. Yeah, I was thinking like two months later, like, no, this is the next day. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So he's like gone. And so I start texting him and I'm like, hey, man, where did you know, I had to talk to you about something because last night you had like and I text him all this stuff and I say hit send and then I hear and I look over and his phone is still in his room. He's gone. <laughs> He doesn't have his phone. He's gone. Oh man. Yeah. He's off the grid. Man. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I, so I get ready for work. I leave, and, uh, and I, I'm at work, and at probably like nine o'clock, I get this, uh, like message on Facebook, and he's just like, hey man, uh, can I come to the office and get your keys? And I'm like, <laughs> what? And he's like. Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I forgot my keys at the apartment, and uh, I can't get back in. And I don't have my phone. I don't know where it is. Uh, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I'm this. I haven't thought about this story in so long, and it's crazy. Well, it's like in this kid, this is the first time he he just moved out of his parents' place. I can only imagine. And on top of that, like in your 20s, like when that is so much more time to be. And he just I can only envision how out of control I, this reminds me of a friend of mine that I had who got, he had a dr- bad drinking problem and he like would black out all the time. He lost his mom's ashes when he was supposed to be taking them back home. Jesus. Like that kind of shit where it's just like you, they, you were too sheltered for too long and then you like your first adult experiences is like yeah. freshman year of college, but like times 10. Oh dude, it was, I mean it's madness. Like there was no, like he never, like he's been coddled clearly. Yeah. His parents like... And he just is all over, like he's just been enabled his whole life or something. So, and so like he's, so I'm like, dude, I can't do this. And I actually, I'm like looking at this time. I you need probably to like, can't come to the office. Like I think you it's might have been like, like two days. No. I'm like, dude, there's no way you can come here. Like you, you, <laughs> yeah. like I, I'm I like, have to go meet you down the street now. Yeah, basically. And I'm like, and also I'm like, dude, I don't, and I don't, not only that, but now I don't want to give him my keys. Now I'm like, I don't, I don't want to like, I'm like worried about you burning you the to fucking learn. place down. Like, you're going to f- kill the people in this building. <laughs> and he's just like, dude, it was a total accident. I just like, you know, it was a little much. And I'm like, he keep, I'm like, you keep saying this, mm. Gollum. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, keep, you keep saying this shit. 
And so I'm like, look, I can't. I, I'm sorry. Like I'm stuck in meetings like all day. I just can't do it. And he's like, oh, all right, fine, whatever. And like, look, he's mad. <laughs> and so after, so at five o'clock, I basically go go back go back home. And he's oh on, no, he's now on, he's got a grudge. He's on the porch, yeah, and he's just like, God, like took you long enough. Like, <laughs> like did you have to stay for a full day of work? God yeah. damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At the place that fired me. <laughs> It's almost like he wants to be like, oh, it's almost, he's bullshit. She should have loved me. Like he just, it's almost like. It's, she wrote it right here in this card. It's so fucking dumb and it keeps going on. And so, so he goes upstairs and he just immediately, he's like, I'm just going to take a shower. And he's, I'm like, what have you been doing? And he's like, oh, I just like borrowed my friend's computer and I'm just like on OkCupid, just like messaging <laughs> chicks and I'm just trying to figure out like we're going to go out tonight or whatever. I'm like, you should probably be looking for a job, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, the That's job search. Updating your resume. So this shit. Figuring out an elevator pitch. This shit, like. So this shit is like still going. And then like I basically, so he walks into the apartment when this happens and he and he goes straight into his uh, room and I hear him messing around with a bunch of stuff. And then he comes out with a fucking Ziploc bag full of weed and that he didn't have when we went in. Yeah. And he's like, I got to go. He's like, oh, don't worry about it. I got some money coming in because I got to go, you know, <laughs> deal with this. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, you told me you got the weed out of this apartment, man. And he's like, oh, no, dude, it's like most of it's gone. I just have like a little <laughs> bit here. I'm like, that's not a fucking little bit. Like, <laughs> that's like, dude, that's a, you have the, you have, that, that's more weed than is the size of a chihuahua, dude. Yeah. Like you can. This is enough to solve your money problems. It's not, yeah, it's not a small amount of what weed. The, what the hell, man? And he's just like, dude, like what? You Now you're on me for this? And I'm like, I, I, <laughs> I've already been on you for this shit. <laughs> Gollum, what the fuck? Cop. Yeah, there's a cop downstairs. He's like, what does it? He's like, but you couldn't smell it, right? I'm like, yeah. Is this why you clean the apartment? And he's like, well, no. I had, I mean, kinda, but you know. So I'm like, what the dude? Jesus Christ, man. And he's like, all right, look, like it's not a big deal. Like you couldn't smell it. He can't smell it. It's fine. I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta do an open mic, man. (laughs) Just the therapy. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go. So while I'm at this open mic, this is the real turning point in the story. I go to this open mic, and uh, you guys know William Petit? You know William Petit the third? Uh, by name, I don't know about you, Mike. Do you? Yeah. Cast a long shadow over Chicago comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, Will, Bill and I were like really good friends, and uh, at the time, we were not quite good friends yet. I kind of knew him for six months, and mostly, actually, I didn't like him, which is <laughs> hilarious. Most people- well, All best friendships start yeah, is normally yeah, I'm, just I'm, like, like circling each other mm-hmm. with your fucking horns up, like, what? okay. Yeah, and, yeah. and for a while, <laughs> I was like, this guy's a real douchebag, and he's fucking- <laughs> And actually, and what I learned is he's actually a great dude. But this is one of those moments where I, where I was like, okay, this guy's actually a pretty, pretty good dude on the level. He, um, we're at this open mic that used to exist, uh, um, at, uh, Maria's or something, some place in like Mario's. No, it's like some <laughs> tiny hole in the wall bar. That's in, uh, West diversity, like way West diversity. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it, uh, it was a great open mic. It was run by Noah Gutierrez for a while, but we were hanging out outside of it. And I'm starting to talk to to Bill, and he's like, "How you been?" I'm like, "Dude, it's actually been really stressful. Like, it's been like two weeks of me living <laughs> with this fucking weeks. psycho." And I start describing to him everything that's taking place, and I'm like, "This thing happens, and this thing happens." I'm like, "Yeah," and I feel, I feel bad for him, and I feel, and Bill just interrupts me in the middle of me, basically telling you guys exactly what I just told you guys. 
And he interrupts me and he goes, you have to tell him to leave now. You have to tell him to leave <laughs> right now. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I'm not, Bill's like, I used to be a drug addict. I'm, I'm in recovery. I haven't had, I haven't touched anything in a while. It is only going to get worse. It's mm-hmm. going to get worse and it's going to suck you into it. He's like, your life is going in a good place right now. You're paying off your debt. You're mm-hmm. like, you're grinding these open mics. You're starting to get shows. He's like, you're like, cresting right now. This, he's this like, might. this dude is going to be, he goes, I just want you to imagine a reality in which he's like, you don't know who he's having. He goes, strangers appear in your apartment. He almost burned <laughs> your place down. He just starts reflecting the shit back to me. And he's like, he's like, one of these strangers shows up for a drug deal. He could steal all your shit. One of these strangers shows up. The drug deal goes wrong. You know, stabs fucking you, stabs, shoots, stabs yeah. you, shoots Gollum. Like, you don't know who's showing up in the middle. Of, I mean, he, he's like, any of these things could happen. And you're you're going to be held responsible for this. You're going to be sucked into it. You're going to have to get a lawyer. You're going to have to, like, he's like, your downstairs neighbor's a fucking Cook County deputy. Like, dude, you're, like, you could really, this could fuck your life up, man. And so I'm now terrified. Now I'm like, God damn it. He's like, you need to go home and get him out now. Like, now. And I'm like, Okay, so I leave the open mic. <laughs> they get on my bike and I ride back to uh, the apartment. And I'm like, and I get there and he's making dinner with like this girl he's seeing. And I'm like, dude, come here. And he's like, what's up? And I'm like, you got to get, I'm like, one, you got to get the, the weed out of the apartment right now. Like, I need to watch you get it and I need to watch you take it out of this apartment. And he's like, what? Why? And I'm like, you know why? <laughs> like, you know why? She's like, I think we've been over this. We've been over this so many times. And his and his girlfriend is like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, because I don't want to go to fucking prison. Like, you psycho. Like, just we you were we're getting it. I'm gonna watch you. T- I'm You're being say, so unreasonable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, can't we just? I'm just gonna wait until dinner. I'm like, I'm not gonna wait until after dinner, dude. We're gonna do this right now. I'm gonna watch you do it. I'm giving up two sets tonight yeah, to fucking to take deal care of this shit. I'm giving up eight minutes on stage. <laughs> and so uh, in front of shitty. You don't understand how valuable this <laughs> yeah, is to me. For real. <laughs> 109 days in a row. I know. I was so. And I, so I still had to do the open mic after this. So, <laughs> so he. Bill's like, you still coming? Yeah. So, oh, my God. So he. So I'm, I watch him get this bag of weed. It is a bag. I'm telling you, it is a fucking duffel bag full of weed. I mean, <laughs> packed, packed. Tight, like a like what is it? Like a this kilo? dude, yeah, like what is it? Like uh, an insane amount, bag? yeah. Yeah, like, like how much is that? You fucking a, en- enough to go to prison like forever. Pounds. That's yeah. probably because oh, okay. like, a pound is like this big. Yeah. So yeah. if it's a duffel bag, it literally was probably ten pounds. Yeah. And it was probably ten pounds. And he he grabs this whole bag full of it, and he's like, "Are you all right? Are you happy? I'm taking it out." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? You had this much goddamn weed in the public? Like, like we would go, I would go to jail forever <laughs> just because this is around, you you, you psycho. <laughs> and he's just like, well, what am I going to do? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't give a shit what you're going to do. You're going to take it out right now, dude. And now I'm like, I'm glad I have a knife because I will fucking, I, and literally I'm like, dude, you're going to take this the shit, the shit out right now. And his girl's like, why are you fucking, this is bullshit. And he's like, all right, we'll just put it in your trunk and then I'll deal with it later. And I'm like, fine. So I watch him take it out and put it in the trunk of her car. And then he comes back and he's like, all right, fine, dude. And I'm like, all right, good. I want you out of here in like by the end of the month. Like yeah. in literally in two weeks, I yeah. want you gone. It's and he's like, why? Yeah. And he, yeah, he's like, this is bullshit, man. This is just really. Exactly. Same thing. Why? What did I do? Like, I dude, why I'm, are you, get, I'm getting it together, man. Why are you being so mean to me? And. I'm like, this is just fucked up, dude. You got to just go. And he's like, what about... I was trying to fix the servers. Yeah. (laughs) I was up all night, man. Why doesn't anybody recognize the value I bring to a situation? 
amazing. <laughs> okay, so, he's like, so this, this is fucking this bullshit. Is, now yeah. you got 30 days of a guy who you yeah. just told to move out yeah, I'm like, of you gotta that get the fun fuck out tension. Here. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and, he, and he's like, well, I can't just get out of here right away. Like, yeah, I know, dude. That's why I said two weeks. Yeah. Just, I don't give, get, care where you go. You just got to get out of here. So I, and he's like, well, that's bullshit. And I go, look, I'm going to get the, I'm going to get the lease, a copy of the lease right now. And I'm going to have you, and I'm going to amend it right now. And I'm going to go downstairs to our landlord's floor on the first floor. And I'm going to get him to initial it because I'm, I want you <laughs> out legally. I want you out. And he was like, cause I'm think I keep thinking if the fucking police show up or do something, yeah. like I have to have some paper to be like, here's where it started going wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I like, I like, and I did like, I called a lawyer and I like, and I started telling this lawyer, I'm like, I just want this on the record that like, I called you to tell you that this guy has drugs in our apartment. And if I, and I don't, I, I don't know what they are or what they are, but I, I don't want to tell the police cause now I'm implicated in that. I just want it to go away. But I have to tell a lawyer so that it's on the record that yeah. like there's that I was aware of this situation. Yeah, you could just hide it in your room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then be like, no, it was him. So, and I, I'm, oh I'm like getting God. out of debt. Like, I don't have the money to pay for a fucking lawyer to like do this shit. I was freaking out, man. And so, uh, so this goes on, and this guy just keeps like the next few days, like it's just fucking crazy. Like he won't, and he's like not moving his shit out. He's not doing anything. Finally, I had to go get Tommy Carner, the comedian in Chicago. <laughs> I was like, Tommy, you need to come to my apartment. We need to like put the like really put the heat on this guy to be like, you need to fucking change the situation. So I bring Tommy because Tommy's like, what is like, what do you think is gonna happen? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. This guy's like crazy. He's like a fucking. And Tommy's like, all right, dude. And he's getting like psyched up. And he's like, all right, all right, all right here we go. And we go up to my apartment. And it's just just point like, me in the right direction. I'll it's get him. This diminutive <laughs> little fucking golem guy who's just like, why the fuck? You know, it's just ridiculous. And all this. So Tommy was like, what are you, a pussy? And I'm like, dude, he's going to fucking kill me. Like, he's, so, I put, I wouldn't put anything past well, this guy. Yeah, that's the word the people are like the most scared of is the people that aren't physically intimidating that like that they would find a, a other way to dude, get back. That they know that they don't have a shot in a fight. Exactly. Oh, you're going to exactly. spike my lemons. Exactly. Yeah, like he's going to fucking grab a, he's going to grab the Mac Macintosh computer and just throw it at me or something. Like, he's just, He's got nothing to lose yeah. at this point. Yeah, you you want to play some Oregon online. Trail, then it blows up into your eyes. Yeah. So finally, he goes, "Look, I can move out." I'm and I'm I'm sitting down with him with fucking Tommy Carner in the room, and I'm like, "Look, I, I just want you out as soon as possible, man." Because it's like still some of the same shit. Like I could go into details, but it's like it, it's just it, it's all the same. Still things. coming home. Still dropping coming home. Keys. Dropping keys. Fucking wait. I there was another random dude who I woke up and he was like in the <laughs> in the apartment, and like. This exact shit. Like, is he also a boomer? Was he? <laughs> <laughs> Not this dude. Okay. But this guy had like eight jackets on, so it like wasn't <laughs> wasn't much better. <coughs> Trying to stay warm. Homeless. So that's yeah. a. It was a probably a homeless guy. Yeah, I mean, and he smelled. It was like it was awful. And so uh, finally, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you just got to get out like as soon as possible. What's the soonest you can get out? And he's like, all right, look, I can find a place. Uh, but I'm trying to figure out what to do with all my big furniture. And I'm like, what, how much money do you need? <laughs> I got like, all my parents' stuff, dude. Uh, yeah, that's exactly. I'm like, how much money, how much, what do you need? Like, I'll, I'll write you a check right now for, yeah, he's like, so he's like, all right, I'll part, I need to get rid of, and he names off like five things. I'm like, what do you need? And he's like, two grand. And I'm like, deal. I just, I want you out. Yeah, just like, get the fuck just out. Just get the fuck out of here. <laughs> So I write him in the end. I wrote him a check for like thirty five hundred bucks. Holy which, cow! Yeah, covered uh, covered the furniture plus like uh, like an entire other month of like shit that I just was like, you just just go like get a fucking just, hotel. I just want you out of here. 
and uh and and that was i and at the time i mean that was like basic i didn't have like that was like all the money i had at the time and um and i was fine with it i was so relieved (laughs) when he left that time i cried into a pillow for 30 seconds (laughs) (laughs) it was so he got his shit and he left and i was like thank jesus and uh and i and every once in a while like probably once a year i'll text him because i still have his and i'm like how are you doing and he's been in, uh, he was in Washington, D.C. for a while, and he was in some other place. And I think he well, actually, like marching. supposedly he's doing better. Like he, oh, okay. he was telling me, he's like, yeah, I'm just staying with friends and they're, they're, you know, they're also recovering and all this stuff. So hopefully it turned around that- for him, but it was fucking terrifying. And I mean, like when I slept, when I say I slept with a knife under my pillow, I really did. Like, cause I was like, I don't know what the fuck this dude is going to do. Like I can hear him walking around at 3 a.m. like talking to himself and like oh bumping into God, shit. Yeah. And there's like a random ass person <laughs> in my apartment. That's the what smartest the fuck, thing in the man? world getting rid of him, dude. Like this is. It was money well spent. I slept so good that night. Oh man, I can only imagine. He was just out of it. Took his keys. Like, did you change the locks and stuff like that? Yeah, we had him. We changed the locks on both doors because I talked to. So after this whole thing took, I mean, while it was going on, I was talking to the landlord and his brother, and I was like, dude, we just need to get this guy out. And they agreed. They were like, yeah, it's just fine. And so like the the his brother, which is like a cop. Yeah, yeah. You didn't tell him anything about what was going on or did you did you tell him like, oh, yeah, the guy had like a duffel bag full of. Oh, weed. yeah, dude. I told him everything. Okay. Like, I was just like, I, tr- I knew those guys and I trusted those guys. I was yeah. like, this is fucking insane. I'm like, dude, he had so much weed. He probably had like 15 pounds of weed. And the and <laughs> the cop was like, really? He was like, God damn it. It's a lot. Like, yeah. I could, I could make a name for myself. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good bust. In, in my own house. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Above my, that's where I sleep. Yeah, <laughs> pulls oh himself God. out by the collar. <laughs> it was fucking insane, man. And so, uh, right after that is when I started talking to uh, John Norman, who moved in, took the other, took that guy's room, and then uh, who handles his alcohol way better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's funny. And then I fucking love John. No, I know he was hilarious. And, uh, and then uh, and then Miles Hendricks moved into the other room. I don't know if you guys. I don't know. know he doesn't really Miles. do stand up anymore. But Miles li- moved into there was three rooms and we never used the third one. It was just a very tiny. <laughs> that was room. the weed room. Yeah, that was like the weed room. <laughs> and uh, and then Miles moved into that room. And then Miles moved out. And Jake West moved in. And then uh, after I moved out, and then Jake moved out. John took over kind of the overseeing of that whole building and moved in like, oh, nice. all these comics and stuff so it was a pretty but for a while it was like that was like the most insane like two and a half weeks to like three weeks of my I life. still every single time i keep yeah. forgetting that that was two and a half weeks this that's is insane. still yeah it happened really oh quickly oh my god that's so nuts that and i'm just doing comedy every fucking day and talking about it and it was just insane how were your sets yeah. during the time uh they were pretty good right on sorry i'm getting a text Ooh. <laughs> Is it Gollum? <laughs> <laughs> I should text him during this thing. How are you doing, man? Hey. That's the that's the crazy thing though about like the drunk mutterers is that you can't tell what they're saying. So immediately, at least with me, like my brain just goes to the worst. It's like oh, yeah. they're plotting. They're to plotting kill me to kill right you. Now. Yeah, of course they. Like it has to be. Well, he just because of course I asked you to tune that, it down. So. I mean, the, the <laughs> waking up in your place and finding somebody sleeping there who you don't know is pretty fucking yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah, especially no, it's when it's terrifying. a dude like that. And and then, I mean, the scariest was just coming home and seeing the fucking he like almost burnt the place down. And like that didn't just happen once. Like there during that few days before I finally was like, you need to get the fuck out now. I came home and he was asleep and he had the oven on and a pizza. The ovens, the ovens (laughs) on. Yeah, there was a pizza in a pizza box in the oven. Oh, and the door to the oven is ajar. 
Okay. So yeah. all of that was going on, and he's passed out. Well, at least the, the apartment the was probably warm then. Yeah, but it was, <laughs> it was summer though. So <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, no, it was it was it was this time of year. So it oh, was okay, like, all right. So, so uh, I mean, he could have easily burnt the place down then too. Uh, it was it was fucked up. Yeah. That's so fucked. Yeah, because the yeah that's. <laughs> Uh, Which is and yeah, you we were just we were talking about this before the podcast. Like you you used to do MMA, yeah, so just the fact that you get to the point, if you're like you're pretty confident, able to defend yourself, and you're still like, yeah, I need a knife. I need a I need a Rambo knife. Well, because I mean, <laughs> what if he? I don't know what the fuck he has. He might have a knife. He might have yeah. any of the people in the apartment might have one. I just yeah. was like, I would wake up in the middle of the night, hear something, and be like, <gasps> yeah, like what am I gonna? <laughs> exactly. Because who's he coming home with? He could come home with anybody. Yeah, always men though. That's weird. Yeah, 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 it was, he would hang out, he hung out with this one chick who was awful, and... Yeah, she sounded like it, yeah. defending his t- terrible shit, like, yeah. what's that tell you? I yeah. live with him. We're yeah. roommate- Why are you talking to me? Why are you doing like, this right now? Well, just imagine, like, if this is the guy, imagine if, if he's going to have a girlfriend, the, the, the choices that she's oh, yeah. making to, like, te- team up with this yeah. guy. I Definitely, like, a drug addict or, like, just a... Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she's just there for the pot. She's yeah. probably like out out of his league physically, and then I don't know. I'm just oh, yeah. projecting she, a lot she here, was, but she was. Uh, she, yeah, he wasn't going to do any better, <laughs> and uh, and that does does not to say that she was any attractive. Yeah, uh, when it I I always love it too when it's like they don't understand. They name the problem and yeah. they don't understand. It's like what's the problem? So what? So he just gets drunk and leaves and has people over that yeah. we don't know. Like what's yeah. the big what deal? What the fuck, dude? What, like, are you afraid of getting that, murdered? Yeah, is that like what's wrong with you? Like why is that? Like get over yourself. That was, she was live. I know she's she's that is endemic of I had my when I first moved to Chicago uh, I had a it was I was spoiled and it was a four bedroom place two bathrooms and one of the guys that moved in was similarly he was early 20s had but had just left his parents yeah and he like it was his first time ever first jobs and all that stuff and he would like have random he was a bartender and he would bring random regulars back that like would just appear on our couch and we yeah, were like nice. no no not cool, like no dude. this is not we cool, can't dude. and yeah. then like all, similarly like as soon as it got bad we were like this just like feel there's like a bad there's yeah, like an ozone gonna happen. Something, smell something in the weird air. we yeah. got this got it's real o- quick ozone smell <laughs> yeah it's just something yeah this is a little off in there and you're like i don't i don't know what's this <laughs> this is must be like a sixth sense or something like that but this is not good this is fucked up man i'll, I'll tell you this like the one thing you can take away from this if you're a normal person is that, <laughs> which statistically if you're listening to a podcast with comedians you're not uh but <laughs> i i just learned that the the real the addict personality type is it everything is your you're doing injury to them does that make sense? Like mm. everything you do, they're like, yeah. you're hurting me. You're harming yeah. me. Why are you harming me? And it was so fucking insane because I find like when I, when I brought Tommy back to like talk to, to like really be like, <laughs> we need to fucking have a real talk about this. Cause I thought this guy was going to come at me or something. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, I just need a guy here for backup Tommy. Um, Cause I don't know what he's, ca- I don't know what he's capable. You know what I mean? He's like yeah. a wild animal. He's like, I mean, even though he's like five foot three, he was like a tiny dude. It's the and, scariest. That's the scariest ones. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like he's like wily. Like, I don't know what he's got. He could have a fucking Gerber ghost strike in his food. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I saw him playing Doom 2. Oh, yeah. yeah, anything. <laughs> he does have a trench coat. Yeah. 
Oh my god! It's more of a dress, really, on him. But oh. <laughs> exactly, it was just a regular coat on anyone else. It's Still cool. touches the floor, though. Yeah, it's a wizard's robe. <laughs> it's a wizard's robe. <laughs> it's, a, it's a gothic wizard. So he, um, <laughs> so this guy, you know, when I finally started talking to him about this, it was like for over that two-hour period of time, I, I just kept, uh, literally, like forty-five minutes of that conversation was just me saying things he'd done. I mean, like you did this, you did this, you did this, you did this. Because you did this, I had to do this. Because you did this, I had to do this. Because you did this, I had to do this. And like all the shit, I'm like, you don't. And, and the thing that it finally came down to is I was like, dude, you don't understand. Like, I just, I want you out. Like, I don't need better reasons than that. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel unsafe in my own home. This yeah. should be so enough. So you got to get the fuck out of here. Was it at all like when you guys text, was it his like a rock bottom thing for him? Or did he still spiral out more? Like, was it, a, did it? Was that mo- situation helpful uh, at all, or was it just I have no whatever? Idea, man. Don't. I don't know. <laughs> I was like out of sight, out of mind after he left. I was like, I just, I just don't. I just get the fuck out of here. He probably <laughs> spent all the thirty five hundred dollars I gave him on drugs or something. <laughs> just was out. I was like buy another duffel bag. Yeah, dude, just go buy another duffel. If I was him, I would have just gone and gotten a really, really great prostitute in a hotel room, and mm-hmm. I would have felt good about myself for a little while, just for one day. <laughs> yeah, and then just went, and there's been like, you know what, I'm. I feel better. Like <laughs> I can go back to whatever. Do some code. Yeah, just go full. If you're gonna get fired and like for all of that, just com- complete the cycle. Yeah. Do like coke off a off a hooker, and then at that point you can maybe clear your mind and like, all right, I'm gonna update my resume. I, and- I truly hope he's doing better. <laughs> like these days, like I actually, yeah. I really hope he is. He's he wasn't a bad guy. Good like, for you. That's what was kind of <laughs> fucked up about it is like in the whole time I knew him before this thing really felt went off the rails and he fell off the wagon. Uh, he was actually mostly pretty good. Yeah. It was just that too much freedom. Uh, yeah, dude. Too dude. much too much birthday. He just had way, <laughs> He just had way too much birthday. Oh, that's amazing. It's, um okay, what um so you have a podcast, right? I have, I have two podcasts. You have two podcasts. What are nice. what, what are they uh, what are the names and so, what are they about? Yeah, the first one is uh the first one is The Madness Continues and that's uh just me. It's going on. We're coming up on two and a half years. Nice. And I say we like there's anyone else <laughs> royal we. That. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, you you gotta you gotta have multiple yeah. personalities to <laughs> host a podcast it. by yourself. That's true. So. Uh, well, I've you know when I interview a lot of different people, like like people on that podcast have included um, Andy Woodhull, the comedian, um, Rocco Sofredi, the international porn star. Uh, nice. Yeah, uh, John Marmish, the uh, the philosopher of nihilism. I mean, I've seen it before. Well, not in person. <laughs> I mean, he was in Budapest when we did the interview. Oh, okay. But like, <laughs> FaceTime. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and, and guests include people like Judith Taylor, the feminist uh, writer from University of Toronto. Like, there's, I just have all kinds of people on, and it's fun to you just talk to them. Nice. Right That's awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's a, like sort of like an informational, or like not, or like edu- not informational, like education. You get to you get yeah insights into different yeah, worlds. And yeah, stuff different like that. world. I just like talking to people. Like the most recent interview I did that'll come out in a couple months is uh, uh, Brandon Roden, CMO of Potbelly. The, um, the oh, company. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He's uh he's changing the brand up a little bit and he's the one who's behind you know Wendy's on social media is like a fucking mm-hmm. presence. He's, yeah. He's, yeah. he's the one who created that whole thing. Oh sure. So nice. it's kind of interesting. Like he is he found a way to humanize the Wendy's brand and make it kind of actually fun and yeah. relevant online, 
Which I mean, like, if I, we seem like a funny, interesting person, <laughs> right. instead of a giant corporation. Yeah, instead of a giant <laughs> fucking corporation. And I was kind of like, how did you do that? You know? Yeah. So, and he's attempting to do something similar but different for Potbelly, uh, and <laughs> just starts talking shit about Jimmy Jones <laughs> or something. Yeah, exactly. Like it'll just he he told me he's like it's not gonna be the same thing that went no. on at Wendy's, but like no, we're funded by Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like a fun, it's like a fun, that's funny, brought to you by Squarespace. Uh, so that's like a fun interview. And then, uh, and I've got some other ones coming up, like uh, Douglas Rushkoff, the author of Team Human, is going to be on the podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah, probably have some more porn stars coming up. I keep going that's back. That's awesome, dude. I keep going back and forth with Jaden James, the the woman who fucked I'm, up. Uh, that sounds uh, familiar. Who's the guy who, uh, Tiger Woods, she fucked up Tiger oh, Woods' yeah. his marriage. And she, she might be on the pod. She's a friend of nice. a friend. Was she one of the porn people or one of the waitresses? Or porn people. Okay. Yeah, she's a she's a really hot porn star. You've nice. seen her work. Okay, probably. Yeah. yeah. Big That's fan. Awesome. Of big, big big fan of her canon. <laughs> awesome. Um, that one's called one more time. The name of that one is uh, the madness continues. The madness continues, and uh, and the yeah. next one is called Funny Planet. So I launched this podcast with Brendan Gay and a guy named Zach Tomasovic, who's uh, in New York. Both of them are in New York now, but. Uh, this one, we interview comedians from all over the world. So interviews have included Tumi Marake, who's the most famous black South African uh, female comedian. Wow, that's um, awesome. That's a lot of yeah. hyphens. Yeah. Yeah, multi-hyphenate. <laughs> I know. Multi-hphenate. She's the only black yeah, yeah. African woman to have a special on Netflix. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, she's I got to check that out. Yeah, she's on Comedians of the World. You can check her out right now. She's got like half a million Twitter followers. It's fucking nuts. Um Tumi Marake, uh, we had on um, Ari Eldjarn, who's uh, the most famous Icelandic comedian. Um, Paul Taylor, who's a British comic who lives in France and does comedy in French. He's like famous, famous. He has like a TV show in France. Oh, I used to do comedy with him in Paris in 2013, and his what? career is just really taking off. That's a hell of a sentence. I know. I, <laughs> That's I, a lot I, of information I did in a, lot. a series of do, words. I used to do comedy in, in Paris in 2013. I lived in Paris, and I started a comedy show with Paul. And uh, his career has just really taken off. Me and my, mine's gone to this podcast. Well, you're writing a book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if we can actually talk. Can we talk? We can, or I don't, you, you don't have to talk about it. But can I even mention that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. And we can talk about it for a minute. And then, um, so Paul, uh, and then upcoming episodes include uh, Brent Sheese, who's the head of international comedy at um, the... Uh, What's the Fête de Rire? God damn it. It's a laugh. No, no, I don't speak the, French. The Montreal right. Just for Laughs. Okay. Oh, Pardon I thought me. that's yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, he's the he's the guy who's um in the head of international comedy for Just for Laughs. I'm interviewing uh. Sugar Sammy, who, uh, who's coming to Chicago next week. He's like a big-time international star. He does comedy in uh, English, French, Hindi. Like, the dude is really, really... I talk about multi-hyphenate. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Do you, are you, like, do you find yourself like learning kind of about it, or is it just fun listening to their experiences... Is it is it like relatable at, at all like as a comic or is it just sort of like they have great stories? Well, the thing that keeps coming up, well, they have good stories, but the thing that keeps coming up, which is interesting, is that a lot of them get famous in markets for just do like they're like there's no comedy, and then they just decide to do it, and then they get booked right off of the beginning, mm. which is nuts. Like we talked to Ursula Carlson, who's South African, but she's now lives in New Zealand. She's a she's a she calls herself a lesbertarian. She's a lesbian. Uh, and a Presbyterian and does like a lot of comedy in New Zealand and uh, she started every comic has to be self-loathing in some way <laughs> right that's so funny <laughs> she um she basically started doing comedy and then immediately got asked to do like TV and all this stuff and then started just writing an out insane like amount of material she was in her 40s when she started doing oh comedy. wow 
and All just right, the hope is not lost. Yeah, and and like right away got like booked for stuff, and uh, I think it's because there's a well trod ladder of advancement in the United States for yeah. comedy. There is not in the rest of the world. Stand up comedy is a new art form, and like nobody in you can listen to this in the Ari Eldiarn episode. There's nobody did stand up in Iceland before nine yeah. years ago. It's the first time anybody got up and well, told jokes onto a microphone. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> like even just like listening to to comedy and like the the stuff that's coming out in Spanish now that Netflix is pushing because it's like thematically, it's a lot of it's not quite at the same level as as a lot of the comics here. Even though they're still kind of oh yeah they're wildly popular. It's like I feel like they're. This for them is like their first experience with stand up, and yeah. so it's like they're even even they're big. So it's I I I'm curious to see how that goes. I I almost want to like go try comedy in, in like South yeah. America just to well, see. It was fun to, for me to do it in the, France when I was there because they're the first comedy club ever yeah, in the whole country opened in 2012, and I moved there in 2013. <laughs> oh my god! What? Yeah. They had never been. It was just. It's just called Le Comedy Club. And they're and they're supposed to be all cultured, and that's the first comedy club. Well, and, well, they, and they actually had a. Uh, <laughs> do you remember what happened in France like a, a year or two ago? Like all the famous comics all got called out for oh, yeah. stealing oh, jokes. Yeah. From, yeah, they totally do. Yeah, they like, definitely all the French comics. <laughs> well, they yeah, a whole lot of them got. They'll called never out for, know if it's in a <laughs> different language. The English don't speak French. Il ne parle pas le français. Les blagues entièrement différentes. Non, c'est pas la même chose. Yeah, like, what is French for what's the deal with? Qu'est-ce que le deal avec? Qu'est-ce que le deal avec? Yeah. Qu'est-ce que le deal avec l'avion rapper? What's the deal with airplane Qu'est-ce que le deal avec? So anyway, those are my two podcasts. And then I've got the book that's coming out. It's called, it's co-written with William Petit. It's called The Power Bible. And uh, that one, uh, I don't know if you guys know who James Altucher is. He's a... He's a really good uh, business writer. Okay. And he wrote the forward for the book. He really liked it. He said it's the best book he's read uh, so far this year, which I know it's, it's a, you know, it is, only it one, is February only, now. Yeah, so only that, one month in. gave him still, 31 days to read yeah. three other things. <laughs> <laughs> but he really liked it. He's had me on the, his podcast now three times uh, because he, that's how much he liked it. And he, what's the book about? Uh, it's kind of about how I got out of being homeless because that was like why I was in debt and all that oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's yeah, a whole other story. We're going to have to have you back and talk about the talk homeless about, stuff. Yeah, living on Yeah, when your book releases, we'll fucking, yeah, yeah if you're available, sure, you might man, be. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, Bill, you know, was a drug addict, and and uh, so we kind of, when we started becoming friends and talking through these situations, we there's a lot of like parallel lessons we had to learn, and the book is literally just a a guide that we w- wish we had when we were mm. going through those situations that would have I, think, I might need to read this. Yeah, <laughs> I think a lot of comics should yeah. probably read this. <laughs> it's an ongoing trend in the comedy scene right now. There's For like real. five homeless comics right now. Uh, <laughs> That's. That's on the low end. I should probably get rolling. All right. This date with this girlfriend. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, That was Brendan Lemon. Yeah. This was, thanks so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. It's funny because I'm glad I was able to do this because this story has been floating around in my fucking dome for, since it happened. And I've never, and it's one of these weird things where I remember telling this story as it was, as it was happening, I was telling the story to like my parents and like my uncle (laughs) who's a stand up comic. (laughs) Telling and this story, I was yelling into a phone, holding back tears. What the fuck? Why is this agony? Why won't he leave? Who is this person in my apartment? It's what have I done? Yeah, it was bad. And uh, but I, I remember. I mean, aside from that one time, I think I've only one other time sort of told the story in entirety. And and I remember people. 
as they were hearing about it, would be like, dude, this is going to be so good for stand-up. And I'm like, no, it isn't. <laughs> this, you can't write jokes about this. Like, it was just, it, dis, it just didn't, like, I mean, if I really focused, I could probably build it yeah. into something. But it was Not everything that's, like, a trial, it ends up being funny. Like, right? this just sucked. Yeah, I just wanted to <laughs> move no on. I just, I just wanted it gone. I just wanted to move on from it. And, uh, and you know, and, 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 I, and this was, like, the whole way it worked out was, like, I, I'm here. I'm fine, but I'm glad I was able to like document this because yeah, it was fucking bad, man. Like I really for 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 for, th- they- for I mean like, I didn't sleep for like three weeks. I was fucking terrified. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, you, you kind of glossed over that, but like That's the a- aspect of like you staying up all night just like hearing these noises. It's like- fucking weird, man. Because I, I, I have a similar experience. Yeah, <laughs> like not like a long term, but like a few days. But it's just like. Why did I do that? Yeah, it was insane, man. He would listen to Planet Earth at like full volume <laughs> on his computer and like in the next room. <laughs> just like rewinding all the gory parts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I should buy some more weed. Tear that zebra's throat out. Oh, my God. That's the, did you, so at any point, were you like sleeping with your hand on the knife or was it just like knowing under that? <laughs> I would wake up and check that it was there still. I would wake up and. <laughs> I'm the I, same way. We're just like constantly. Oh, it would just be like, okay, this is. I mean, like, I would hear people come, and and they would like bump into shit and bump into walls, and like I would hear them milling around my my door was right next to the front door of the place. Oh mm-hmm. god! So like I would, and in in and it would open into the living room. So it was like I I I would hear them milling around my room, <laughs> and I would just be like, if they're gonna come in here, I'm gonna fucking murder somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill them. Were you thinking about installing a peephole into your fucking door? <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> It was weird. Putting a deadbolt on the inside of, your of my own room. House. It's fucking insane, dude. Uh, yeah. And I would just open the door, and I would never know. That was, that was the terrifying part is you just open the door. You had no idea what the room was going to look like. I don't know who's going to be here. I don't yeah. know what the floor is going to look like. I don't know what. I don't know if this guy would. I mean, he might, you it's know. the worst Willy Wonka door ever. Just <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, thanks for having me, guys. All right. Thanks. That was yeah, Brendan Lennon. So this is The Roof is on Fire. Thank you very much, Michael Johnson. I'm Andre Hashem. Yeah, thank you, Andre. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the haberdashery with Andre Hashem. Boom.